Welcome to the Workplace Wellbeing Podcast, the podcast that looks at the best practices of organisations that care about their people, whilst keeping an eye on the growing wellbeing space. The Workplace Wellbeing Podcast is sponsored by the WorkTech Group, which offers a range of cloud-based software solutions that have a positive impact on employee wellbeing. The group companies are Fast PAYE, a financial wellbeing tool, Solved by AI, which builds artificial intelligence-powered tools that can make a real difference for your workforce, and Shopworks, which makes scheduling and time and attendance solutions that will help both efficiency and morale. You can find out more at worktechgroup.com. Hi, I'm Ian Hogg, the chairman of the Worktech Group, and until very recently, the host of the Workplace Wellbeing podcast. We recently published our Workplace Wellbeing book, done as a podcast, in two episodes and 12 chapters. Each chapter includes clips from the best conversations on the relevant subject with our guests from over 50 podcast episodes. To make it easier to listen to, we decided to break out the 12 chapters into individual episodes so that you can listen to the whole Workplace Wellbeing book, done as a podcast, a few minutes at a time. Here is another chapter, but you can, of course, listen to the whole book in two parts, or hear the original recordings from the over 50 that we have produced. That's it on financial well-being. We now move on to chapter 10 and discuss physical well-being. We're now a couple of hours into our podcast slash book, and we come to the chapter which covers a subject which I suppose was the founding discipline in well-being, physical well-being. It's a mark of how far we've come in the well-being space that the fear of losing one's life or a limb doesn't concern the majority of us at work. And that when you ask modern managers about well-being in the workplace, their thoughts often start with mental health issues. So in this chapter, we aren't going to discuss health and safety because thankfully it is well covered elsewhere and workplaces are safer than ever. So instead, we will cover some other areas of physical well-being that our guests have discussed. We start with occupational health. I spoke to Danny Clark, who runs a marketplace for professionals in this area, and he talked to our listeners through the basics. Yeah, absolutely. Again, uh, so what I'd probably say with regards to occupational health, I personally, and it's just my definition or interpretation of occupational health, of course, but I split occupational health really into three areas one area is around your legal requirements which is uh, health surveillance and type of health screening which you as an organization will potentially undertake to comply with law and also under uh, try to understand whether your control measures are working um, and therefore the work that people are doing are not impacting on someone's health so an example of this um, hearing tests if people work in noisy environments and after going through a hierarchy of controls, you, you are required to do hearing tests. Well, what the hearing tests are there to do is to show you that your control measures are working so that people are wearing their hearing protection effectively and their hearing is not being damaged by the activities that they undertake. Got so it. that would be what I'd call as health surveillance. So they're legally required um, and, and enforced by the health and safety executive in most cases. You then have a second arena, which is what I generally refer to as fitness for work. And what you're essentially assessing there is whether the person is fit to do the job that they've employed to do or, or whether their fitness is being affected. Uh, sorry, whether their fitness is affecting their ability to do the role and whether you as an organization need to make adjustments for them or understand how you can support that individual to to carry out and conduct their, their, their work activities. So that's what I broadly refer to as fitness for work. And that includes things like sickness absence management, um, but also some of the industry medicals whereby you're seeing whether someone's fit and able to work at height, work at um, depth, work in confined spaces, drive for work and things like that. And then the last one is, is more of a new, uh, a, a new field. Um, it's only really become popularized in the last few years, which is around mental health and well-being. 
And thankfully, it is becoming more normalised. But this is one in particular that I do feel, unfortunately, for whatever reason, sometimes uh, organisations with the best intentions, this is one where I would really see uh, the, the tick box type approach sometimes happening. And, and this is where people can really make improvements with regards to workplace health and well-being and looking at it holistically um, and do more than just sticking a poster on the wall um, on Mental Health Day, for example. The subject of personal fitness and its impact on mental well-being and productivity came up several times. Lots of employers are putting in place programmes to support their teams in keeping fit. And we spoke to Kevin McAllister of Lift Your Wellbeing about the offering his company provides and the links between physical and mental well-being. Here are Kevin and I discussing how companies can squeeze personal fitness into a busy week. You know, fitness takes a bit of time. You know, you can't just do it five minutes a day, can you? You have yep. to do you have to do a reasonable amount of fitness in a week to actually make a difference. Well, I, I do, and I still don't make a difference. But um, <laughs> you know, it, you know, it's it's relatively time intensive, isn't it? How how do you fit that in? What how does lift your well being fit that in uh, amongst all the other challenges at a day's work? Yeah, that is, and that is one of the challenges that I guess the the modern day employee works big hours and and has tight deadlines and big demands and that's why a lot of the time health and well-being is one of the first things to get sacrificed um whereas i think we all know it but whether we do it or not that if you if you sort of prioritize your health and well-being as a foundation of of feeling good it actually supports you to work better and um you know, businesses i think and leaders are, are really starting to to be aware of that and so trying to fit it into your day is that's the big challenge. And with our clients, we we work with our clients on a weekly basis, um, and we we lock in a time period, same time every week, whether it's a yoga class or an exercise class. And a lot of the time, that's throughout the work day. Um, and our leaders are really good at encouraging employees to say, "Hey, you know, everyone, take this forty-five minutes, step aside, get involved in the class, have a laugh." Um, so when you when it is supported. For, by leadership it's it's a lot easier to get involved um but also uh, like and would it be that, like would would so everybody in that class would be from that company is that the sort of yes. you know so it's your teammates uh part of the class there's presumably a bit of banter and a uh, little bit of light competition in there as well is there yeah exactly right exactly so we're trying to create a, an experience um that's, that creates team cohesion um and you know you, you want to get involved because you, your colleagues are there and um and yeah, there is a bit of healthy competition as well, which is good. So, yeah, I think that yeah, that's that's the biggest stuff. But we also don't want to dismiss this, the importance of the five and ten minute movements, and like just reducing sedentary time is so so important. I think we get used to sitting down all day and eating our lunch at our desk, and so like a big part of what we do and through our app is we've got a lot of on demand stuff as well, like shorter ten minute sessions and fifteen minutes, and just trying to incorporate movement into our day. Workplaces have to be designed to support health and safety, but we also discussed how they could impact productivity and well-being. I was lucky enough to speak to Ashley Cope, head of people partners at WeWork, about how WeWork design offices to make a positive impact on the mental and spiritual aspects of work. Yeah, I so when I first joined WeWork, I was actually fascinated by how much design and analytics and science kind of went into designing office our office space um so lots goes into that behind the scenes but and we evolve that all the time to see like where do people spend the most time where you know surveying members as well to understand like what spaces do they find they work best in or least in and then working around that so they've definitely evolved and kind of 
our latest version of that is what we're calling collaboration hubs, which are now popping up in a number of our WeWorks following kind of a great success on a few of our trials. But essentially, these collaboration hubs are specifically designed to have varying um, styles or environments to work in. So some of them will have very focused focus areas where that's you know where you do your hard hard work, quiet work, where you need that thinking space. And then there's other areas of the office which we we call kind of active spaces, which maybe are more open. They they have a different type of lighting in them, and they have we have seen tend to encourage more creative thinking, um, kind of good space for team interactions, social interactions. Um, and a space to maybe be kind of more designing or brainstorming areas. So having these areas, we've definitely had feedback from members that it's really helped their productivity. So we're trying to roll these out as best we can when we redesign spaces that we have. The Workplace Wellbeing podcast is sponsored by the WorkTech Group, which offers a range of cloud-based software solutions that have a positive impact on employee wellbeing. The group companies are Fast PAYE, a financial well-being tool, sold by AI, which builds artificial intelligence-powered tools that can make a real difference for your workforce, and Shopworks, which makes scheduling and time and attendance solutions that will help both efficiency and morale. You can find out more at worktechgroup.com.